What a palaver. Oh my god. G banger, proper palaver the last couple of days, hasn't it? I mean, stress levels have been high. Yeah. It's uh <laughs> first basically, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Jude, Jude lives in an area in the world where she might as well be an indigenous population in the middle of the Amazon, and uh, there's 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 an internet outage which has lasted about five days, which is just freaking ridiculous. I know. In this I day mean, and age. And I spoke to a guy yesterday on my broadband provider, and he was like, "Yeah, it's supposed to be being fixed, but I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. I can't tell you anything." I was like, "Is it or isn't it going to be fixed today?" And he's like, "Yes, yeah. but then it might drop out again." And I was like. Oh, so yeah, yeah, this is why I'm on a sofa. Uh, mm. I, I don't know what to tell you. It's uh, it's been yeah. stressful, hasn't it? In a, in a different in a different location. Yeah. yeah. So it was always like, is like, are we even going to get to record an episode for this week? Uh, this I was uh, really I like worried. Yeah. No, no, I was a bit scared. And uh, yeah, exactly. I just hope and so this is. Yeah, well, this is a very impromptu setup. It was like, okay, we're going to do this. Uh, going to do this Friday. It was like well, we tried to link up. It took like an hour to even uh, get a steady connection. We were like, no, this ain't just going to happen. No, and no. then, uh, and then uh, it's the next day, and I'm literally about to get ready for a workout, and I get a message from Jude. And it's crazy that I even looked at it because when I'm <laughs> going to work out, I'm not looking at my phone, um, <laughs> I'm not checking messages or anything. So. She, she was like, uh, I've got a bit of time now. I'm at my parents' place. Can we do it? And I was like, screw it. I'm going to do it right now. Let's go. And, uh, Let's go. Just, Let's just go. go for it. Could you imagine, though, like yeah. if you, you were like, oh, we could do it at 8 o'clock tonight, like, after you've done what? A six-hour course? Was, yeah. Vestibular? Yeah, exactly. That's fine. And I would have had plenty to talk about. <laughs> plenty of vestibular to true. talk about, probably. Yeah, 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 we would have talked about all that. Um, but, but yeah, I was like, by 8 o'clock tonight, I I will have lost the power of speech. So I texted you mm. on the off chance and was like, what about now? Should we do it now? How about now? Yeah. Let's do it now. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just, uh, just roll with the punches. Roll Why with the times. Why, man? Just make Honestly, it Honestly, though, it, it just goes to show, though, that it kind of rules everything at the moment. Like when you do, when a lot of your business runs online, I mean, I was, I was freaked yesterday because I, I had a, I had an online class today and it was like, what am I going to do? Like lots mm. of people, if, if there's any technical difficulties and you drop out, it's, it's not great. And yeah. so, you know, I was on the phone to, you know, the people that I, I work with and, and, you know, we all sorted it out. It's like, right, just get to your parents and do it from there. But yeah, the stress, it's like, what am I going to do if it keeps happening? Anyway, that's my life. So yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you just when you think about sometimes, it's like you know. It's, well, I mean, like the whole pandemic has shown as well, right? Everything's on a bit of a knife edge. Yes. And, um, is uh, like you know globalization, and you have to ask yourself the question of like, oh yeah, that's great, but also what what's the cost of it? And, mm. uh, there's uh, there's that there's a clear cost of well if something happens in another part of the world everybody's fucked <laughs> right and, uh, yeah. and not just not just something as simple as this like something like something like supply chains for example you know is like mm. people worrying with like uh, um, you outsource everything and then it's like okay well you can't rely on yourself at all in any kind of way to bring in uh, less food you know um, mm. so stuff like that becomes a problem so then yeah Wi-Fi as beautiful as it is the internet as um, the it's yeah it's just changed our civilization and stuff but at the same time it's right. like then you become heavily reliant on it and um and you just think to yourself wait how am I going to get anything done if I don't yeah. have this thing you know? I mean it, it's all going to go to it's all going to go to shit if, if you rely on something so heavily um mm. and when it does go down and you realize you cannot work you cannot connect you cannot do anything that you took for granted it's like i had all this stuff scheduled in it. it's like oh yeah 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 and and you just kind of roll with it and then suddenly when it all goes down it's like what happens and mm. and that and that's something you know like you were saying it's like when you outsource everything so like, i don't like that i like being quite self sufficient mm. and and this yeah. is stuff that we cannot be self sufficient with so yeah it's like I can't just wind up a generator and make Wi-Fi happen. I've got to figure out. I've got to figure out a plan B. You know what I mean? So I reckon, yeah. Well, that is the plan B. You got to create a generator now. Generator. 
<laughs> just imagine you're like a hamster on a wheel, man. Just uh, just running to get that internet going. But uh, that's yeah, that's that's a that's a good one as well. I think somebody tried it once um, where they were like, "We're going to try and create power with if it was a cycling or if it was a rowing machine." I don't know what it was. I just remember it just something that's just uh, flickering there right. in my mind, where it's just come back. Where it's like uh, a way to get people. I guess a way to get people to exercise is like you have to generate your own power. <laughs> to Can you survive. imagine that? But the thing, the thing is, you just uh, what well, at at the at the time or whatever I saw, there's just no way that they could generate enough power. Um, to sustain say like a day's worth of electricity uh to function or something but um but maybe no someday we could do that and that would be awesome i think that would be great i think what if, if my life depended we'll just yeah just kind get of steps you know, in. yeah exactly your life depends on you getting your steps in and uh <laughs> and doing the cycling which is what it used to be like you know your life depended on your ability to go out and go get some food or rear um rear some food or uh, grow it Nowadays we don't have that, so think well, about. at least uh, at least in our uh, at least in our Western civilization, like that's not even a thing. So oh, no. yeah, <laughs> that could be that could be fun, but uh, I think actually yeah. that's uh, that's made me think of something um, mm. uh, when it comes to say injury rehab as well. So uh, the idea that you have just this one outlet, this one thing that you rely on, um, and then when it's okay. gone, you just realize that oh shit. Um, this is this is the only thing that I had, uh, and uh, now that I don't have it, there's a big problem. So it happens a lot with uh, people who pick up injuries, and uh, the 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 mode of uh, training that potentially contributed to it. So let's say just running. You know, somebody okay. who's uh, somebody's a keen runner, and uh, mm -hmm. that's they they love running, and uh, the only thing that kind of helps them get through a stressful day is to go running. Yeah. And um, and then you pick up an injury. Um, I've had this happen with someone before as well where mm. uh, they had a back problem and um, they just couldn't give up running because it was the thing that kept them going through uh, through their days, managing their stresses. <coughs> I get that. And um, yeah, but the problem was is like, well, if you keep doing this, you're on a one-way ticket basically. is like there's only so much you can fend off um, while continuing on uh, uh well continue to do the thing that is actually currently causing you the problem mm -hmm. so um and uh, so it was a good lesson for me at the time as well of understanding how to create um other outlets for yourself and <clears throat> making sure you just don't have just one thing which is your say stress reliever or your mode of exercise which is going to keep yeah. you healthy and fit yeah or um uh, because if it goes out the window um, for whatever reason, um, <laughs> mm. then you you need to have an alternative. Like during the uh, pandemic, a good uh, a good one is like when gyms get shut down. So yeah. if um, if the only thing you've got going for you is being at a gym or lifting some weights, if there's like uh, you know, that ability to adapt isn't quite there, then um, yeah, the anxiety kicks in. You start to feel like um, you're gonna you're gonna lose any kind of progress you've been making, <clears throat> and um, uh, and and the stress rises as well because it's like mm. okay, this is my outlet and I don't have it right now. And so it's what's valuable about this experience is to be like I need other I need other ways of getting my fix, if you want to call it that. I need other ways to make sure I'm staying in shape. And uh, over the years, me personally, I've tried to cultivate different ways of doing that. Yeah, so that, uh, yeah, so at least there's, at least there's something else that I can do, you know, mm. is, um, so running, for example, in recent times, it like, it brought out some movement deficiencies in my body. And if I carried on going that way, I for sure would have just destroyed my knee. Um, because, um, because it just wasn't, uh, because my, um, stability on my right limb just wasn't quite there. So okay. I've been working on that, but during that period of working on that, <clears throat> I could work on, um, I could work with a kettlebell. I could do some conditioning workouts with a kettlebell yeah, nice. and, um, and that wouldn't, um, there was certain things which I realized, okay, that is actually still creating a problem, but there were other things which I realized actually, no, that's not, that's in fact, that's actually helping me. So, yeah. um, so uh so yeah so i found a different thing to do or i had a different thing i could rely on 
and uh, and then same yeah like jiu-jitsu is another one is like i love doing it um <clears throat> i love getting my ass handed to me a few times a week but mm -hmm. uh obviously over the last 16 months just uh, hasn't been a thing 18 months now nearly uh just hasn't really wow. been a thing yeah, yeah except right. for yeah except for you know luckily i got a mate who lives 15 minutes away and once in a while we were able to just get our heads back in the game and just yeah, um, nice. uh roll and and so if um if i didn't if i didn't have other options like going for a run or doing some kettlebells or doing some home training or just some movement like animal flow stuff uh there's and even just going for a walk you know like they've never ever underestimate the uh the power never. and the value of doing a brisk walk um because that is you know, it's just so helpful for you in terms of um just like mentally and physically mm. and and um and so yeah so if i didn't like kind of build up that bank of stuff or didn't have the wherewithal to kind of explore different things then it just means that i would have uh, i would have lost i would have lost a lot you know i probably would have lost my mind <laughs> during this yeah. whole period and um, i mean i don't say that lightly is like it's it's one of those things where you you lose your outlets um <clears> you lose the things that bring you joy and um they're all your eggs are in one basket whereas yeah. if you if you share it out a little bit, you go, okay, I've lost this thing and nothing's going to be able to replace that. It's not going to feel as good as this. However, at least I have something else which I can do, which is still, uh, which is still going to help me mentally and physically. So, um, I think, yeah, I think that's an important thing to kind of take away from, from it is, um, just making sure you have the ability to, to branch out and not just leave all your eggs in one basket and actually just, um, um, have other things that bring you that bring you joy that you can do um, like yeah. dancing is another one that came to mind is like you know some nice. people talk about just um, uh, like dancing and if they can't go out dancing and like you know it's easy to just <laughs> blast some music in your own in your own space in your own living room or something and mm. just go to town there you know because that's expression and that helps you to alleviate some tension in the body as well as um, get whatever's on your mind out there as well yeah. through that form of expression so it's just um yeah there's plenty of things that you can that you can do i think and uh, it's important to keep it branched out i think that's really nice um mm. and hugely important and uh, as you were talking it made me think about adaptability and mm -hmm. how i think it's really easy to restrict ourselves and and pigeonhole ourselves and and say oh i'm a runner i only do running that's the only thing i'm going to do mm -hmm. but actually if so you say so like your client or I'm sorry I can't remember was it was your client that had an injury and they couldn't run <clears throat> it's like you need to be adaptable you need to be able to then go and it's mindset as well I think people can sometimes be a bit rigid in their mindset and it's like well all or nothing mm. can't run that's it forget it um yeah but it is okay to walk I don't like walking it yeah but it's it's still a great way for the brain the body the nervous system for every everything to get get that movement into your body do something that's going to benefit your body so that you can run as well it's like do exactly. your rehab oh it's boring but but okay so <clears throat> look at it like a, a puzzle and and you're trying to fit all the pieces together so that you you know a, a game where you can then start running i just I sometimes think it does take adaptability and the pandemic has definitely shown to me it's like okay it's taken pretty much everything away that I loved like you know, wrestling jiu-jitsu martial arts but even then before then when I was Thai boxing it was just getting to a stage where I was like this just isn't good for my body it's not good for my energy I'm I'm struggling with this but then I don't know maybe it's the sort of person I am, but I'm like what else can I do how can mm. I get my fix and the yeah. same with running. It's like I I I don't mind running, but it's not something that I really want to go out and do. So if there's other, yeah, and I'll go and do it, and sometimes it feels great. But I'm like, what else will give me that feeling? And it's like, and walking does walking quickly, doing heavy weights. I think it's about being adaptable to a situation. It's like okay, it's problem solving, isn't it? And it's it's mindset. Yeah. It's like okay this isn't working for me right now. If I carry on down this path, I'm going to get really injured. It's going to be detrimental to my health and I'm going to do something serious. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think it would be beneficial then, you know, if anyone's in that situation to go, okay, how can I help this problem? But what can I do as an alternative? 
you could maybe go to a spin class if if that's something that suited you or or just or just change and adapt the method of your training and I think that's what it takes it's often to do with our minds more than about oh I don't want to do that it's like yeah but if you carry on down this path you're not going to be able to do anything so you've got to change it up actually when you do change it up like with the pandemic and not being able to do martial arts it's like look where I or look where I am personally now it's like absolutely I'll go back one day but I found other outlets I train weights in my mate's garden like you know it's <laughs> it's just it, there's always a way isn't there yeah. it just takes adaptability and mindset and that mentality I think as well mm-hmm. yeah exactly it's um it's yeah it's part of like yeah just gaining that resilience as well and then that also nice. I mean that helps build confidence in in uh in, in one way in the sense that you're like okay whatever comes my way i know i can i can adapt to it as well right so it's just and that um, helps in so many areas when you can do that yeah yeah exactly it's just um and and that's important because it's just basically it's taking information that's changing and uh, and being like okay well what can what can i do with this you know um so another thing it makes me think of is like like clients coming at you um, or at least coming at me with specific ideas around, say, nutrition is like, you know, I must eat, I must eat this way, and I must have no yes. more than this many calories to make sure that I'm going to say lose weight. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, and uh, and so the thing is, any kind of deviation from that means that you're an automatic failure, right? So that's the kind of pressure that people put on themselves with that kind of thing, as well mm. as. Um, um living living and dying by the by uh, by fulfilling that uh, uh criteria every single time and mm. uh, and really it's not conducive to healthy living so if you don't have that kind of way of approaching it where you are um you know adaptable as you say um mm. where you're just looking at it and being like okay well this is say this is useful for a period of time um or but there's this it like the in in that scenario is like i've got such little room for maneuver that it's it, how likely is it that i can sustain this uh this way of being and it's like well you can't so you have to yeah. be able to figure out alternatives for that and realize that, okay well in a given situation <laughs> Um, yeah, sure. If I'm holed up at home and I'm in complete control of what I'm eating, um, then I can, I can stick, I can stick by this and I can do this, but it's like, okay, yeah, but what if like, you know, slightly deviates from that, um, mm. just a little bit and it's like, okay, well, I can't, I don't, I, I can't do this. So you have to, you have to have to have some principles in place, which allow for that adaptability rather than a stringent yes. method and, and so when uh, when you start to think about the different ways you can approach that problem is um, mm-hmm. you start to end up uh, uh, you start to you create that adaptability and it means you're more resilient to change as well so you it doesn't matter what gets thrown at you you can still you can still work out um, what is best for you to do in that scenario and uh, you know yeah like using that kind of nutrition example like clients will come at me with that particular way of doing things Mm. and then have the idea that they've screwed up if they haven't followed that and then instead like uh in a lot of ways Mm. it's kind of like not really telling them like hey this is because if you're coming with such a strong belief around it then it's kind of like Mm. you know when somebody believes something you can tell them like here's here's evidence to the contrary and they're like well they just get more and more entrenched in yes. their belief so you know you've got that comfort uh, cognitive bias yeah. so yeah. in that stage it's not really worth saying anything about it depending on the kind of person it is and so when it starts to fall apart that's when there's an opportunity to introduce that change so then it's like mm. for them it feels like it's falling apart for me it's like here's a, here's a, here's an opportunity to do something different which is going to serve you better so you've got another uh, you've got another out uh, you've got another outlet you've got another tool um, mm. in your toolbox to help you get to where you're going. You've got another way of approaching this, which doesn't mean that you have to fail. And so every time we've hit any kind of roadblock, it's like, okay, let's troubleshoot this. Let's figure out 
a different way of doing this. Great, let's troubleshoot this, figure out another way of doing this. And mm-hmm. then by the time we're finished, you've got like five, six different ways of approaching the same problem so that you are never left feeling like I'm screwed or yeah. I've got no nice. answer for this. So it's always a case of figuring it out as um, uh, figuring out that there are different ways of approaching a problem and mm-hmm. um, and uh, and coming up with a solution and using the one that best suits you at that time, which doesn't mean that you're say you, you which doesn't marry you to that solution as well. Yeah, that's um that's really cool. The nutrition example is such a big one, isn't it? Because mm. I feel like sometimes when people have found a way of eating it almost becomes like a it almost becomes about control doesn't it Mm. and and being very very uh, rigid within that nutritional that diet whatever it is and uh i don't know it's it's hard because i I feel like there's there's other other stuff going on behind that there's psychological stuff it's like i must eat 1200 calories a day or this is going to happen it is it's a form of control Mm. isn't it so allowing someone to let go of that control, it's almost like it, it's like a uh, almost like a bit of trust, isn't it? You're yes. asking someone to trust you that it is okay to not rigidly eat 1,200 calories a day, and that you're not going to put on loads of weight, you're not going to lose all the all the gains that you've you've had. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. And and it is hard. It, it and it does take time. And again, it comes back to this whole idea of adaptability it's like you can't I think you can't just tell someone it's going to be okay I know it's almost like they have to slowly slowly incrementally put it in and see week by week that oh if they do overeat not all the time not crazily it's not gonna put them off track it's not gonna put them Mm. off kelter do you know what I mean it's like there are other ways of looking at stuff it isn't just 1200 calories Uh, and you know and I know lots of people that have done things like Weight Watchers and that, and, and it is so, it's almost ob- obsessive. Like you can mm-hmm. get quite obsessed with points and calories and this kind of thing. And and I think it is just about letting it go a little bit and knowing that it's okay and that you will get back on track and there are other methods, there are other ways. It's not one way or the highway. Um, and yeah, it's, and it's not forever. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's hard for people to, once they've found a tried and tested method that works for them, it's hard to let them relinquish that control. And I guess that's your job. I don't really do nutrition, but your job as a personal trainer and a nutrition coach, it's your job to kind of go, no, hey, take my hand, it's okay. There are other methods, there are other ways. And me as a rehab teacher, it's like, okay, you know, when someone comes to you and you're there often their last resort or you're, or they've tried everything else and <clears throat> nothing's working or they've done certain things and that helped for a bit. And, they, and then they come to you and you're like, okay, let's try another way. Let's try stuff that I've learned. That's, that's all I can really give you is stuff that I know that has worked for me and worked for other people. And this is the anatomy and this is the most up-to-date anatomy and corrective strategies that we know in, in the field. And let's try it that way and see what happens. So I think it's, it's, again, it comes back to mindset as well with people that they have to be open to try and stuff and not shut down. No, 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 that's not going to work. I think they have to be ready for it as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've got to be ready for it. And, you know, the fact that they've approached you means that they are ready. Um, So it's like they want that change. But then there's all these other barriers that come in there as well. Yeah. Put up as well. It's like, I'm here. That means I want that change. But also really apprehensive because you might have tried a million different things. And you're like, what's going to be even different about this? And uh, then you have your belief systems about what will work and what won't work. You know, it's like, and we Mm -hmm. can show them, like, say, for example, we can mention an exercise or show them an exercise. Um, And they'll be like, oh, yeah, we've done that before. It doesn't work. It's like, no, you haven't done it like we know how it works. This right? way, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Because because uh, yeah. there's, there's there's very much like uh, it's like yeah, what's I don't know. I can't think of off the top of my head like a really straightforward one that many people want. Actually, it's might, breathing. Might, well, yeah, breathing, breathing actually. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and then and, like and, uh, a cat bump. cow. Jimmy. yeah yeah Whatever. exactly that's that's it yeah so yeah people might be familiar with those like uh, and then, yeah cat cow is another one as well you know people might have seen that in like uh, done yoga classes and stuff and and um but the thing is is 
is like the specificity is key, right? So oh, you can 100%. just throw yourself into the movement. It's like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's like, yeah, but <laughs> if it's <laughs> you just just yeah, exactly. Just waving through it, and then it's like, yeah, this is completely mindless, and like uh, you're not actually getting anything out of it because you're not helping your spine uh, move. Uh, fluidly in, in a coordinated manner right. because you're just basically doing what your body already knows how to do yeah. and since since you're somebody who's in pain that's not the way we want to do it we want to approach it differently so yeah we're going to do cat cat but we're going to do it in a completely different way than you've ever experienced before same with breath work same with um, mm -hmm. dead bugs so yeah dead bugs like you know you see it getting like there's a million different youtube videos on like you know get your legs with uh, hands up in the air where you're lying on your back and then just um uh, extend your legs out and extend your arms out and you're fine it's like when you're doing this properly like there's hardly anybody who can extend their leg out and extend their arm out with a, with a level of control in their core that is required of them to yeah. be be stable as possible and and then there's like bird dogs another classic one as well so you know people doing bird dog and it's like I'm going to reach out so i'm on all fours and i'm going to reach out my arm and i'm going to reach back my opposite leg mm. and um and every time somebody does that they're just breaking at the spine they're just moving through the spine it's like okay. no you're supposed to supposed to have a the neutral spine in this to aid your core activation to get the muscles coordinated properly so that the uh, core muscles are supporting your spine yeah. and uh, not not moving like that and um and so everybody kind of like loses hope with these kinds of uh exercises thinking oh yeah this isn't going to make a difference it's like no you just mm. need to approach it differently yeah there's Wee. there's a better way of doing it so mm. um so yeah so there's there's all that kind of stuff that you got to deal with when somebody comes in uh, as well yeah but um but yeah but just but the key that you said, like you said, it is just openness. It's like, okay, even if you have tried like that exercise before, be open to the way that uh, it's getting coached to you and then mm. realize that there's um, like, there's a nuance, but that nuance makes a massive difference. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, then you're good to go and then um, take it and just take action as well. Is like, don't just like be there and like the only time you're going to work on this thing is when you're in a session with jude or myself or something it's like no that's not how this thing works it's like you've mm. got to take ownership and you've got to do the work outside of those sessions because sessions with us make up like the tiniest part of your <laughs> tiniest part of your fraction one of hour week. yeah 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 so it could be an hour um out of 168 in a week and <laughs> um you've got to be contending with you know how your day-to-day -day life is lived in the sense that the positions you find yourself in you might need to change up how uh, so your workstation for example could be the thing that's throwing off your uh, throwing off your uh, pain uh, symptoms and then so you know that one hour session is gonna not mean a lot compared to the fact that you're gonna be spending eight hours a day in in this uh, in this position which is irritating your uh, yeah. symptoms so um you got to yeah you got to do the work around it you know you got to you got to you yeah. got to put in the efforts around it as well and just never have that mentality of oh i'm here f to get my fix i'm here to get fixed mm. up it's like no one can offer you that mm -mm. no one's gonna say it's well beneficial. if anybody yeah anybody who says they are gonna fix you is just um is a bit of a charlatan really mm. it's like they can say to you, yeah do what i got for you and um you'll you'll get the result you want and um but it's yeah it's it's dependent on the depend on the individual putting in the work as well like uh, broadly uh, like that's what covers it really is just making sure that you do the work and you'll get there eventually i and, agree yeah. yeah i like what you said about openness as well and i think yeah. that's important not only for our clients or you know people that come and see us but also for us as um teachers and trainers it's like I was thinking about it yesterday or the other day just how I want to feel like I'm open enough to receive information that maybe goes against what yeah. I've learned it's like yeah I know about breathing yeah I know about core and spinal stability anatomy whatever but someone might just come in with some information that I don't know or I don't agree with 
and and I'd like to think that I wouldn't meet that with resistance and uh, as I suppose ego, but more just be open to going. Okay, show me and let me understand. I think it. Mm. I think as we maybe as like NKT guys and like I feel like we know a lot within the rehab world and we've been taught really really well, but. I really hope that I don't come across as, I don't know, arrogant. I'm like, oh, no, that's wrong. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like I want to be open to everything. I want to understand. I think it's I was looking at courses the other day, and I'm like, what is it that I want to do? You know, I want to learn more about functional movement and this kind of stuff. But it's like, but then I was like, have I been spoiled by what I what I know already? And am I going to think that's wrong? Do you know what I mean? So it's like I want to be open enough but also knowledgeable enough to know that, okay, know that the knowledge I have is probably a little bit more uh, in depth and maybe that's not, do you understand what I'm saying? It's like, I just want to be open enough that I don't poo-poo stuff that I think's not, not, I don't know, the same knowledge that I have. So I think it's about being open. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. No, you have to be as, um, as, as a coach as well, because um, there's like, you'll there's many many methods out there you'll see lots mm. and lots of methods but the thing is the ones that are working are following the same principles essentially is um is, is what we're finding so if you're looking at something in principle you're like yeah that that makes sense then fine but if it's something mm. completely wild there's like somebody's like oh yeah this is gonna be the next best thing and it got you standing on a swiss ball and carrying some weights while you're at it it's like mm. nah Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. No. So, um, so it's like, yeah, that's maybe not the best way to start you off. Yeah. Let's say. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, but yeah, but exactly entirely, and um, you know, especially, you know, following that wonderful Dunning Kruger effect of a graph, where you know you learn a little bit about something, and then you're supremely overly confident about that thing that you know, and you think that's the thing. <laughs> Never. Yeah, exactly. And then you start to go a little bit further down the knowledge track and then you start to, uh, your confidence starts to come down a little bit because you just realize, oh, wait, shit, I really don't know anything. And shit, um, it's got real, yeah. And then, um, yeah, you start to uh, you start to notice that there's there's a lot more to what you know. So, you know, I was guilty of it as well, especially early days. It was like just seeing things and then being like, you know, okay, body works in patterns. So if something wasn't done in a pattern, it was like, oh, this is terrible for you. It was like, like me now, it's like, oh, you silly boy. You silly boy. It's like, no, that's oh, not how it works. Bless. That's yeah. great. It's like a learning yeah. curve, isn't it? It's like now I'm like, you know, and and it's always a big thing with Pilates teacher. It's like, no belly button to spine, no pulling up the pelvic floor. We know better than mm -hmm. that. But mm -hmm. so many courses still teach that. And so it's mm -hmm. like, I know I've moved on from there. And I don't mean that in an arrogant <laughs> way. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you, should, done, you should do that I've more done, often. Yeah. <laughs> I've done the anatomy and I've just, I've sat with the anatomy for so long. I've incorporated it into my practice. I've listened to so many people and I'm like, yeah that that might work for like certain certain exercises at certain moments but we do not cue i will always come back to this this is like my bugbear isn't it but we do not cue mm -hmm. navel to spine pull the pelvic floor up mm -hmm. pretty much ever yeah shouldn't <laughs> please don't yeah but yeah just don't just don't do it we've got, we got a better way for do. you just don't i mean you know at times it's going to do that it's going to happen but not for every single exercise so, yeah, mm. it's just, I think that's what it is. It's like, I've moved away from that. I understand more. So it's like, where am I going to go next? Because I don't want to be taught that. So where, where in my, my courses, my movement courses, am I going to go next? What am I going to explore? Mm. So that's what I mean. It's like, I just want to be open enough to go, oh, no, uh, to mm. not go like that. And, uh, and to know what the right path is as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, just don't knock any path as well. It's like, no. um, especially, I mean, like in rehab world as well. I'm like, uh, I believe that, you know, bodybuilding gets a really, really bad rap. Yeah, and, um, it shouldn't. And it's like, really yeah, shouldn't. it shouldn't because, yeah, because I mean, if you, again, if you do it well, there's, um, there's, it's, it can actually, it will help your rehab. It will actually help Bloody you. Bloody science. Uh, honestly. 
Yeah. Bloody science. <laughs> it's, it, but it's, it's, it's just bloody, it's, it's bloody scientific is what I meant to say. It's like, right. there's such structure to their bodybuilding methods. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. It's bloody science. I was like, whoa, whoa. What? what kind of pa passionate preaching are you doing now? It's like, it's bloody science. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't had any sleep. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and I suppose like having done bodybuilding methods for a few months now where they isolate lots of muscles and we work on that muscles. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with this. Because for the longest time, I thought, no, it's got to be really functional. We've got to use the whole body and like stabilize mm -hmm. and stand on one leg and move away like that. And it's like, there's so much benefit to just isolating a muscle there really is. Like, obviously, not just doing that, but isolating a muscle, working on it, getting it stable, getting it moving, and moving on. It's like, mm -hmm. it's great. And there's, like, what I mean is like, there's so much science behind bodybuilding techniques and the whole way that you would maybe work up to a show or whatever it is that you're doing that I'm like, kudos to these people. Like, mm -hmm. I will never. And that's the thing about being open again, isn't it? It's like, mm -hmm. I'm... And I probably did in the past go, oh, no, no, it's, <laughs> never, ever poo-poo a method. Like, try it before you, like, put it down. Do you know what I mean? Mm. See how it yeah. works in your body. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Is um, uh, Yeah, I mean, like, the way that they manipulate exercises and stuff as well. Like, um, oh, I know. In, yeah, like, strength curves, resistance profiles and stuff like that, which is just basically getting you to do an exercise in a certain range which biases a uh, certain strength uh, profile of the muscle yep. that you're aiming for and um, uh, yeah it's it's impressive it's impressive stuff it's again so like when it's yeah when it's done well it's not like that bro science way of just doing like you know back and buys or like ch sorry chest uh, chest and buys for like three months straight and like four times a week and um, which I have been there as well, being an eight, 18, 19 year old dickhead, just uh, just being like, yeah, this, this is all I need, right? This is what everybody says. This is what you have to do, um, and uh, and then yeah, and then you're just like, oh no, 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 no don't do that, don't do that, and just uh, do that, yeah, know? exactly. So um, yeah, it's not like that way. Is like there's there's a, like you said, it's bloody science, you know. There's a, there's a scientific way of approaching it, and when you do you um you realize that it's uh it's it, it's it's part of the it's part of the toolkit basically Method. you want to use it as part of the toolkit to help um help people it, when it, again in our world in injury rehab you want to use it i mean like even with like nkt because the idea is yes. to find those muscle pairings um or like you know the pairings which um producing the dysfunctional movement pattern and uh, and then when you correct that imbalance then it um, knocks that imbalance out and you get your body back coordinated yeah. and efficient again but um but to but to be sure that you're targeting the right thing you try and isolate as much as possible isolate and that so, movement pattern yeah. yeah exactly so you isolate that movement pattern and then and then get that working and then it integrate it with uh, the rest of the system mm. so um yeah there's no knock in anything really there's, there's no way to, there's value no. to everything it's just about how it's done yeah and uh, i would and this is the thing like, i'm going to come back to the pilates method it's like i'm never going to knock it because that's how i learned it and you go online or wherever and you do a class and yeah you're going to feel you're going to feel your abs and you're going to work your abs and there's nothing wrong with that um it's just when you're rehabbing people it's potentially not the only thing and the best thing to do so yeah. yeah but you know i'm i'm honored to have experienced so many different ways it's like when we it's like when we train in wrestling and jiu-jitsu and all the rolling warm-ups and all that stuff i mean some of them are insane and and you know you, you're, you're rolling backwards and you're rolling off your neck and it's like you know it, this stuff is hard and so and you know and when i used to train in thailand with thai boxing <laughs> You know, they it was old school. They used to like hold a rope in their in their mouth and weights <laughs> attached and to strengthen their neck they'd just be going up and down and you just yeah. you just crack on and do it because that's what everyone else <laughs> is doing it. And uh you know, it was proper old school training, but you know, it's sport specific as well. So there's a mm. lot of that. And I don't know how they do it today in the Thai boxing gyms in Thailand, but 
I doubt very much they've moved on beyond mm. that. Right. And you know what? The fighters are phenomenal and and it works. But, yeah. you know, obviously time and a place for holding a yeah. rope and moving <laughs> yeah. up and down. <laughs> exactly. This is important, actually, to say that. It's a time and a place. Time and a place. It's, just don't do it. Just, exactly. I'm just like, yeah, let's have a go at strengthening my neck yeah. muscles. It's like, yeah, I don't exactly. know, within a, a Thai boxing regime, maybe. Yeah. But also, it's like, yeah, we'll just make sure you have, like, you're not just hinging off at one point in your neck, you know, you're just actually Oh, no, I don't think, they, I don't think there was anyone, like, you know, telling them how to that. do it. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then they'd, like, lie on the side of the gym and, like, be like that with a weight. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's all about clinching, isn't it? So. Yeah. I don't know. Brilliant. But, yeah, yeah, just don't knock anything. Don't knock it till you tried it. Yeah, exactly. And if you, if you tried it and you're like, no, nah, not for me don't like it doesn't work it's like okay cool just doesn't just don't enjoy it you don't like it it doesn't work for you um again doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to work for anyone else as well so exactly. it's like you know you do you i'll do me yeah and uh don't get all dogmatic and preachy about it as well yeah. super important yeah loads of people loads of people end up doing that i think that's something worth uh maybe talking about as well mm. is um dogma in health and fitness you get um get a lot of people going you know again nutrition is the easiest one to pick on because mm. there's so much so much crazy talk in nutrition and uh, and so many people just bellowing off their pedestals talking oh, about I know. this is the way or that is the way no um you know okay so people like going on is like vegan is the only way forward oh, it's, I know. Um, you know, it's like um, not just for your health it's like that's how we're going to save the planet it's like yeah right okay cool i mean okay. it's a controversial statement because uh that's not necessarily true then everybody's like you know the only way forward is uh uh, uh what is it you got the paleo crowd and then you got like you know your vegetarianism and then you got like i think with vegetarianism as well that's just taking a back seat because vegans came along and just yeah just, i agree or, or like those militant vegans let me just let me say they came along and just um started harping on a lot about that as well whereas vegetarianism is just like sitting there in the background now it's just doing its thing it's like if you're vegetarian great if you're not fine whereas like <laughs> against with uh, with people who get militant about it is oh my uh, god well, you're, not, you're, I know. you're not vegan how how could you not be why vegan? not it's like yeah why not have you seen the state of the animal industry it's like yeah you know, you know about that and it, it is awful but yeah i don't know what to say mm. about that so yeah yeah but then, um, but yeah, you got people who are like, you know, the only, you know, carnival diet and, uh, mm. <laughs> you got, you got keto and, uh, mm. then you've got like, you know, high carb, low fat. It's just, it's, it's everywhere. It's insane. And yeah. And there's so many different things and it's, everybody's saying, this is the one way, this is the only way, you know, that you should be eating. And, uh, you know, you got like people tatting, um, uh, I mean, it's it's complicated, and like everybody's just saying, so complicated it is. Yeah, because there, there's so much at play, but there's so many people who try and be like, "This is the one way," and uh, it's like, "Well, no, it's not." Um, it's it's literally there's so much that goes into. It. I mean, even your genetics goes into it as well. You know, for example, you know, I'm being an Indian origin, I'm going to be able to handle white rice probably better than most people can handle white rice in terms of the effect it has on them um okay. other people but just because that's what my <laughs> that's the country that i grew up in we just had tons of rice and uh and then yeah, you right. got other people like um let's say the, the inuit in alaska or something or wherever it mm -hmm. is um they have a high fat diet and everybody's like yeah, look at how healthy they are it's like there's there's a context for this and yes. uh so yes. And, and the context is, is this this is the environment they grew up in and then they're genetically predisposed to be able to do this kind yeah. of thing and that, that's that's part of it so there's um the context gets stripped away and mm. uh, and that conf and that's confusing for a lot of people um or rather the the by stripping the context away i think people are trying to make it is, uh, have oversimplified it, uh, yes. oversimplified things, and and then people try and go and follow that oversimplified way of being, and um, and it's just confusing because then it's like, well, okay, well, if I'm gonna uh, if I'm gonna eat this way, what if I wanted to have some ice cream or something? You know, what is that? Is that vegan? Is that 
full of dairy? Does that count yeah. as yeah. paleo? Is like you know, you're gonna ask know. yourself all these yeah. kinds of questions, and like you're essentially throwing on other other things that you need to think about, other criteria into mm. the equation that you need to start thinking about, which you don't really, and. Um, and then and so the the dogma confuses a lot of people as well as like mm -hmm. by saying chatting out and being like this is the best way that's the best way this is the best way that's the best way for this health reason for that health reason people like spout off like study after study after study saying you know this study proved this this study proved that it's like no. it's really really hard to do good quality nutrition research and uh, and a lot of the things that end up getting found out is usually based on observational uh, studies and um long um, just like longitudinal studies of just observing people over a long period of time and epidemiological studies which is just like here's an association that we found like here's a correlation um because um you know one of the and, and like one of them is there's just so many that hit me at once i was like which one do i choose but one mm -hmm. of them being um like you know um, meat is meat is bad for you if you're having meat more than twice a week if you haven't read me more than twice a week it's bad for you it's like again context completely stripped away is like well, what kind of meat um yeah. are we talking about are we talking about processed meat or unprocessed meat are we talking about yeah. um industry farmed meat or are we talking about um uh grass-fed let's say um uh what would be the opposite of industry farmed? It's just like locally farmed, properly farmed, cared for animals, yes. creating good quality meat, you know, and just like not, um, not doing, the, uh, not feeding them on a, like a natural diet to fatten them up so that they look the way you want them to look. So you can mm. sell it as more actually, is this animal and actually a healthy animal that I can eat? So, so then stuff like that confuses people. And, um, yeah. And yeah, it's just, you know, part of the environment that we've created as well, which is uh, the, the the complications of the environment that we've created is yeah. you, you go, okay, well, industry farmed is basically the most, uh, the, the most common type of food that somebody's going to get. So, um, you know, where do you, where do you go from there? You have to source your food a lot more um, diligently. So there's just basically... It's all to say there's so much crap out there. There's so much yeah. crap information out there and so much dogmatic crap information out there that it makes people believe that you have to eat a certain way. And if you don't, then you're never going to be healthy. You're never going to be satisfied. You're not going to be yeah. in the body that you want to be in and you're not going to look the way that you want to look. And the truth is, it's a lot more complicated than that. And essentially it comes yeah. down to you being able to do something and stick to something which is a healthful mostly whole foods based diet yes um, which suits you in um, how you consume it whether that is vegan whether it is paleo whether it is carnivore um, as long as you feel like um, as long as it's serving the purposes of your goals and your way of living and you feel healthy and you are healthy it's not detrimental to you yeah I agree. Um, then keep keep doing that and like just basically forget about what people are saying about this is the right way to go that's the right way to go is just yeah. you're gonna have to figure out what your right way is and um yeah and invariably it's got nothing to do with whether you're following a particular type of diet uh or not of um this uh, a vegan diet or a vegetarian diet or a paleo diet it's just mostly to do with you getting your right level of nutri nutri nutrients in you for this lifestyle that you lead and um and and yeah and then and basically running with that it's so individualized and mm -hmm. i can tell you my story so yeah a few years ago i uh again probably quite a special time um and i got something which the doctors don't really recognize but it was called adrenal fatigue and the symptoms of adrenal fatigue are things like i'd wake up and i'd be tired I'd have an all right night's sleep. You know, I had a young child, but I'd, I'd wake up and be all, all right for like the first half an hour and then I'd just crash and be tired, like dead tired for the rest of the day. And then what happens is you get your energy at the end of the day. And so suddenly by six o'clock, I was bam. It's like, it like you were just upside down the wrong way around. I was having really weird heart palpitations and I was getting like panic attacks, um, anxiety, but it was... Uh, it was the, the the breathing. I couldn't take a full breath. Like they thought I had low iron, and I went to see a naturopath. Um, when was this? This was it was about two two thousand and 
2012, uh, 2012, okay. 2013. Um, and it was quite a special time. And I think I'd had a really bad flu and it all started to happen after that. Everything just started to get a bit weird. And I was just like, there's just something not right with me. I just don't feel good. I feel my body feels out of control and the only way I can describe it as well is other than the heart palpitations and the, the real inability to take a good breath is that I felt like there was just a strobe in my body and I just couldn't, it just felt like everything was struggling and I, I was just dead tired and all the bloods were coming back that I didn't have low thyroid or anything like that. Like there was nothing much going on. And I went to see a naturopath, but before I went to see the naturopath, I saw uh, I can mention her or not but I, I basically turned vegan because of someone online saying that she had like had an autoimmune disorder and that she'd fixed it through becoming vegan so I was like great I'll have a mm. go so I became mm. vegan for about eight nine months and uh and oh my god it it, it did nothing for me I mean mm. it, it dropped my energy down I actually right. became anemic um yeah, you know, and I know that you can get iron from vegetables and things like that, but I think for someone like me, it just wasn't working, and I just got worse and worse and worse, and and the fatigue just got really really bad, and it was at that 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 was it. My hair was falling out. There was oh, just yeah. loads going on. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, I've got a lot of hair, but it was just falling out in clumps. Um, it was really thinning. And I was just like, I need, I need, I need some help. So I found this naturopath. And she was like, let's just, you know, do some tests. Like, let's, let's just have a look at, you know, all your systems. Um, and she was just like, she put me on a natural diet, like natural whole food diet, Mediterranean diet, she liked to call it, 80-20 rule, where 80% of the time you eat really well, 20%, you have a bit of what you fancy. It was like mm-hmm. fish, oily fish, nuts, seeds, grains, che- you know, it was all the really good stuff quality chicken quality like grass-fed everything bit of beef um you know pasta everything but she was like you need to regulate your body she put me on these herbs as well I had to take loads of magnesium loads of flaxseed just stuff to dial down my immune system and just reduce inflammation and over the space of about six months I recovered Mm. but I was bad I was really bad and I'm not poo-pooing veganism absolutely no way Mm. but for someone like me who requires i think more of a meat-based diet like really high quality meats fish and things like that it just worked better for me to Mm. do that rather than all out do you know what it is with veganism veganism as well it's like you open the fridge and you're like vegetables again okay (laughs) you know and it was just i just found it really hard yeah mushrooms mushrooms and quinoa brilliant um, yeah. I really missed me and maybe that's just my mindset but I felt so much better once I regulated my system and ate a more natural whole food diet and that's the yeah. diet that I have now so hmm. yeah for sure I mean like I mean that's that's a common problem to uh, have with with veganism is like you start to miss out on the essential fatty acids you start to miss mm. out on um, protein uh, you start to miss out on iron because the most bioavailable source is from uh, red meat for example so sure. um, so yeah it ends up it's like okay yeah it sounds like a good idea in principle you're going to eat a lot more vegetables but you need to make sure that you're hitting your protein requirements and you're hitting your Shoot. nutrient requirements and, yeah. uh, and that can be that can be difficult so especially like um so let's talk about essential fatty acids there as well. Like it, like a lot mm. of people know about omega threes, and you're going to need omega threes to help uh, yep. combat any inf- inflammation in the body, and just you know help with brain functional and cardiovascular health mm. and all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, oily fish um, is the best place to get that, and so that you can actually use it. Whereas if you're not getting it from there, it takes about some something like ten times more from um, serious from like non non uh, non uh, animal sources like flaxseed um chia seeds um what's the other one um there's another one in there but flaxseeds and chia seeds tend to be the common ones but um it it takes about 10 times as much um to get it from those sources because it's not in that uh, a lot of seeds form and that bioavailability just basically means what can your body use and Mm. um 
and they have to go through extra processes in the body and, and it just uh, just doesn't end up being the amount that you need as much as well so you have to be on top of that kind of thing as well so yeah it's um and yeah it sounds like you know yours was a classic case of that as well so again like you said not knocking it it's um it's it works it works well it's just as long as you're doing it well it's like yeah. with any again essentially like with any diet any kind of nutrition protocol any kind of mm. way of eating is like you just have to do it well you just have to know what you're getting out of it um in your in terms of what your body's getting out of it so um yeah i can understand how that screwed you up even more mm. it is it's so individualized like i think if someone's system is working on point everything's functioning really really well then yes veganism is going to be fine but for someone like me who who you know probably needs sources protein sources from lots of different places who who doesn't function as well maybe then a whole foods diet is is going to be the way forward like i don't work well on restricted low calorie diets where you know i i've even looked when i when i was fight training yeah, I never had a fight, but when I was fight training, I would do like Weight Watchers and and I was eating things like mm. low sugar yogurts and things like that. And so it and it never benefited my body. So I know now going into prep transformation that and you know I have a I have a meal plan that it is like complex carbs, high quality protein, fats. Like you've got a prep with with you know bit B complex, all this sort of stuff. So. I know my body will be fine. Like you have to be so careful and what works for one person doesn't work for another. So when I listen to people yeah. going, Oh, this is my way. I only eat me. I only eat that. It's like, that's great for you. And that's brilliant. But that rigidity, it's like, you must do this. It's like, no, I'm not going to do that because my body energetically works well like this. Mm. I cannot be a vegan because of my lifestyle. I have to have, this, 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 and this, in order to do my job, look after my kid, do heavy weight lifting, and do everything else. Do you know what I mean? So hmm. I find it very hard when people are quite blinkered in their, you should hmm. eat this because this is what I think works best. It's like, well, that doesn't yeah. work for me. Yeah, exactly. What, what would be interesting to find out is if, um, say, you equated your nutrients on a vegan diet to the diet that you currently have, and if it would hmm. have... If, if if there's no change or if there is a change then it's like okay well yeah maybe your body just isn't suited to having plant-based stuff um that yeah. much you know that's the thing to take into account because mm -hmm. that that's the that, that's that's a big thing to take into account which is making sure you're equating for those nutrients um yeah so it's like you can get it all uh, so imagine you could get all the omega-3s you could get all the um essential amino acids from your proteins uh, because with animal-based proteins you pretty much get all the essential amino acids and these are amino acids basically that your body can't produce so you have to consume okay. them from food and right. um and they're they're vital for your vitality for helping you build muscle mm -hmm. retain muscle mass but obviously they proteins are doing tons of other things in the body um so you need those essential amino acids and uh, with a vegan diet you tend not to have that i think soy is pretty much the only thing that has um all the essential amino acids uh, Think Which that's isn't right. great to eat in big quantities, right? Am I right in saying that having soy in big quantities isn't brilliant if you are not of menopause age? Do you know what I mean? Or, um, or a male? Or is that is that uh, disputed? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's disputed. I know, like, I don't think it's as clear cut as okay. uh, as uh, as people make it out to be. Um, I, so the reason why people might suggest that is because of the, um, I think. That, xenoestrogens um estrogens, yeah or phytoestrogens or something like that mm -hmm. this is basically you end up finding um estrogenic compounds in other like say in foods like soy and uh, and the idea behind that is if you consume too much of that then it can mess with hormone balances so um i can't like i haven't looked into that in the longest time mm -hmm. so last time i heard mm -hmm. is like yeah there is potential for that i don't know where it stands right now um so so yeah i think um yeah and it's like with most other stuff as well is just making sure you don't have too much of it yeah. <laughs> and and it's true like so anything. it's like yeah if you're yeah if your only source of protein is going to be soy and again it's like 
uh, there's the bioavailability out, out, uh, aspect of it there as well. Is like if you need to be consuming like, you know, one and a half grams of protein, let's just make an easy number, two grams of protein per mm-hmm. kilo uh, kilo of body weight, um, to, um, then with um with animal protein it's easy to attain because you can use yeah, mega that you can use that protein like straight away but uh, like much more readily whereas with um say consuming soy it's nowhere near as bioavailable as animal protein so you'd probably have to consume more um mm. to get the same amount of protein so right. yeah so there's like um there's those kinds of things that you need to consider as well but essentially um, the point, the point I was trying to make was it'll be interesting to know is like if the nutrients you're getting at your current diet, um, if we could equate that, uh, in a vegan diet and then would there be any difference in your, in your, in your vitality? Yeah. My energy. So, Who knows? Yeah, I'm not going to, I'll be yeah. honest, I'm not going to experiment right now. At least <laughs> yeah, I probably exactly. wouldn't ever experiment yeah. at this moment in time or any moment in time because it just yeah. doesn't work. Well, like, you know, what's interesting there is obviously, like, you know, seeing the look on your face and be like, nah, don't, I'm not interested in doing that. But it's these other things that we don't take into account as well. It's yeah. like, okay, yeah, maybe I should eat this way. Maybe this would be a really healthy way to eat, but are you going to enjoy it? No, you're just nah. not going to enjoy it. So why nah. do it? Because that is affecting your mindset. That is affecting your thoughts and feelings around the foods yeah. that you're consuming we know that thoughts feelings perceptions and all that kind of stuff influence our energy mm. uh, influence our physical capacity so why would you do that you know um so don't even bother is um, no picking, exactly it's, it's about picking something else that's going to work for you that you're also going to enjoy absolutely um I had a thought and it's just gone, but I will talk about it. It's also, it's the whole thing with dairy as well. It's like, I work quite well on dairy. I, mm. I don't have a problem with it. I, I will drink milk. I know that, you, you know, people listening might be like, yeah, but that's really bad for you. But it's like, it does nothing to my system. I don't feel any worse for it. So it's mm. like, I'm going to keep doing that. It's like all everything. I feel like right now with my training, with everything, it's like everything's in balance. Everything's in equilibrium. It's like, I'm not going to mess with that mm. right now. Yeah. You know, um, when I was a vegan, uh, th- th- that was it. So I was desperate. Like, I felt dreadful. And I saw something online. And the whole mm. story behind it was that she made herself feel better. I'm like, I'm going to do that. It's not dangerous. Like, people do it online all the time. This is what everyone's trying to sell. It's like, it's their story, their journey. If you want to eat that way, you can eat that way. But I guess it is just like, it's just moving back to that thing of try stuff what works for you just because it worked for one person and fix their autoimmune disorder does not mean it's going to work for you yeah. so it's about being open-minded adaptable bringing it back to that whole rehab idea of there are lots of different ways there's a lot of different strategies mm-hmm. try not to get fixated on one thing because if that doesn't work and you you suddenly like you know narrow-mindedly just gone that way it's like oh shit i've got to go and eat some chicken now and it's like yeah well <laughs> yeah. what are you gonna do so yeah <laughs> It's just when you said fixated. <laughs> get it wrong. Cause, yeah, because it's fixated. and uh, <laughs> But you said fixated, which is the uh, the second part of uh, asphyxiate. asphyxiated. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, oh. yeah, ca- careful. <laughs> you don't get, yeah, definitely don't get asphyxiated. Don't do but, that. Uh, oh, we guys, also, you know me by now that I get words wrong and I get things the wrong way round. We all know me. You all know what I mean. It's fine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> well, basically, don't asphyxiate and don't fixate. I, either one. Well, well, maybe there's a time oh. and a place for either one. Of <laughs> like everything else, there's a time and a place. <laughs> Dude, what you do in your spare time is yours. Don't, don't, don't bring it into here. As I said, time and place. Don't judge anyone. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm now thinking back to myself. Like, how many things have I got wrong in my life? How much, how much crap do I say in my classes? And people are probably like, "What? What is she saying?" <laughs> I also you know let I mean? something go earlier as well, which was funny to me. <laughs> what did but... I say? <laughs> You were trying to say, I think you tried, was it rigidity or something like that? You said the, the, you said rigidity or something like that. You just basically <laughs> said the GI bit twice. It's I can't so remember great. it now, but we'll play it. Oh yeah, blame the brace. Yeah, easy. 
Yeah, it was like I didn't mean to say fixiate. <laughs> it was my brace. <laughs> no, that that was a, that was a Judaism, but rigidity. It's like <laughs> that's. <laughs> Are you trying to say Judaism now? No, from <laughs> Judaism. I have Judaism. You know this by now. Where I'm like, did I get that wrong? I got it wrong. That's uh, yeah, um, it was like, yeah, we'll, we'll play it back. But um, there was somewhere where you said rigid. You said something to do with the word rigid. You're you, you basically, yeah, you just went, you just went Family Guy on it. Quagmire. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Family Guy. It? Quagmire. That's it. Quagmire. Oh, Quagmire, Gig. not Quagmire. Yeah. Giggity giggity. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much what you did. It was fun. You know what? I'm so done with my brace. I'm so fed up. It just makes me so lispy. I'm just tired. I just want it off. But it's yeah. How long you got to go with it now? I think I've got another four or five months. Okay, so next year. January next year, I think. Cool. Um, Have you noticed your uh, jaw henching out? Yeah, I think, it, you know, it, when we were on the NKT course, Sue was like, no, your jaw doesn't get bigger. And I'm like, I'm sure <laughs> my mouth looks wider, man. I can fit my tongue in the roof of my mouth now. I'm pretty sure. But yeah. it's something that I must get done is a bit of cranial because I just feel like it's all just quite tense where everything's moved. In this very short space of seven months, my entire structure of my jaw and my mouth has moved and I just feel like it's just all quite tense. So I need to go get some mm. cranial done. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of done with having essentially gum shields in my mouth 24 seven. Yeah. yeah. Every day. Uh, yeah. But you know what's what? It like, it's done its job. It's brilliant. What's it like what's eating that? with them on? Oh no, you have to take them out. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've got to take them yeah. out. Right. And then brush your teeth and whack them back in. Yeah. So I brush my yeah. teeth like 20. <laughs> Otherwise you, you just got like food stuck inside your braces. It's like yeah, seven yeah. months later, you're just like bits of spinach and pork. And no, whatnot, you change, you change the trays every week. But um, yeah, so I'm brushing my teeth 20 times a day, you know, because I eat a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you've got a floss and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So yeah. good, uh, way, good way to make you realize how much you're actually eating. <laughs> I know. I do. I don't eat a lot. That's a lie. But um, but I do Just grazing. I graze, yeah. But you have to, yeah. and and you know, and, and my my nutrition is start. Uh, we'll talk about this. But we won't. But yeah. it's just starting to tamper down, isn't it? So, hmm. uh, yeah. Tamp- tamper. <laughs> Did I do it wrong? <laughs> taper. <laughs> taper. Tamper. Gee, I have no sleep. <laughs> oh man, excellent. It's it's fine. I think uh, I think you're waning. I think it's probably I think you're waning. It's probably a time to time to call it there. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. It's um, you don't have to graze. Is the point? Is just no. depends on what you're doing, right? Yeah. It's like. Fun. Uh, uh, but yeah. But uh, yeah. Let's just leave it there. Uh, okay. Maybe 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 you can go for a nap. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Excellent. All right. Good chatting. Glad we made this work somehow. We. Uh, yes. Pulled together and we figured out a way to get this episode out for this week so thank you for everybody tuning in i hope you gained a lot out of that as um this week and if you did please feel free to share it with uh, people you know who would also get something out of it as well um please subscribe to the show on youtube on apple Podcasts, on spotify or your favorite podcast playing platform we are everywhere so you can find us on podcast addict and pocket cast and all those different kinds of places and uh, please, if you're enjoying the content, uh, please share it with people and also leave a rating and a review. That really helps us to reach more people and get the show out there. And also subscribers are great for the, the algorithm gods. So please, uh, please sign up and please review and rate the show and please share it with people so that we can get the good word out there. And uh, thank you very much for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye.